Are you accessing all your healing capabilities? Would you like to know more about finding and connecting with your own essence? What is one big mistake that we humans are doing? And you probably are saying only one. Why is it so important to connect with your own heart? And even though it may sound cliche, why is it so important to open your heart? Our guest today, a healer, a musician, will answer those questions and so much more. Ravi Ramoneda has walked the path of music and healing in parallel during years, and he has developed his own system known as Healing Presence, Presencia Sanadora, in which he combines the potential of sound and mantra with quantum healing, personal growth, and spiritual development. In this episode, we will talk about chakras, finding your essence, opening the heart, and the power of love. If you find this podcast valuable, remember to subscribe in any or all the podcast platforms and share amongst family and friends. Ready for this episode? Have you ever wondered what makes people capable of creating changes that impact their lives and the world around them? What is their way of thinking, their mentality, their patterns, their perceptions of the world, their reactions to different life events? What influences them? My name is Cristina Puyol, and I invite you to join me in this adventure where we will explore together the mind of change makers. Today I have with me a great artist, a multi-instrumentalist musician who is a national reference in Spain and with great international projection of Kirkan, mantra singing, devotional singing and sound healing, Ravi Ramoneda. Life has taken him down different paths, developing in a parallel and joint way his facets as a musician, a healer and a facilitator. Born in a community dedicated to the practice of yoga, he has always been linked to personal growth and spiritual search. His trips to India mark a before and after in his career where he met his masters who seal in his heart the seed of devotion or bhakti. From that moment, his musical path took a new direction towards the awakening of consciousness and devotional music, especially with the chanting of mantras and kirtan yoga. Through devotional music or bhakti yoga, along with other disciplines, he transmits his message beyond the mental and emotional sphere, reaching really, really these spaces. His concerts are characterized by the great connection generated between the public and him, which manifests a great strength of union, and many claim to go through endless emotions and sensations. For more than 20 years, Ravi Ramoneda has walked the path of music and healing in parallel, training in different fields such as traditional Chinese medicine, shiatsu, biodynamic craniosacral osteopathy, facilitator of oneness university, reconnective healer, tai chi and qigong, alchemy of the Tao, among others. He has developed his own system known as healing presence, presencia sanadora, in which he combines the potential of sound and mantra with quantum healing, personal growth and spiritual development. In his sessions, great transformations take place on a physical, mental, emotional level and on the awakening of consciousness. So help me welcoming this very special being, Ravi Ramoneda. Hi, Ravi, how are you? Hi, very nice to meet you again. And yes. thank you for the great invitation. It is my pleasure. It is really nice and actually, for those who are bilingual, we have an episode in Spanish that you should not miss. And for those who are not bilingual, please learn Spanish so you can hear to that episode also. And we have to really concentrate because we speak Spanish normally, so we have to both concentrate on speaking English. But it's, it's a great honor to have you here. I really would like to start with knowing a little bit of your story uh, that you was telling me in the other episode about how, how you came about all these uh, mantras, yoga, and all this yogic tradition? Yes. Uh, well, actually, uh, mantras and, and meditation was something that, that, that is with me since I was born, because I, I was born in a community of yoga, as you said. And so my parents, they were already practicing the path of yoga. And, and I all my childhood was, uh, was surrounded by this, this kind of energy and environment. And so um, that was kind of a very natural part of, of my, of, of my, I mean, we could say spiritual growth, but it's just a, 
um, living style. I mean, uh, because it's something very, very in, into my daily life, no. Um, but especially my my teenage, I I went through through a difficult process that finally I I had to decide to to find by myself the 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 this connection this this inner connection and that took took me to to be with great saints and gurus starting with uh, ama the hanging mother uh, uh, she's very well known all over the world because she's touring um and and hugging giving the which they call the darshan and that was a very very transforming experience for me as I was uh, really in my own age, uh, about 16 years old. And um, definitely it was, it, it, it was the beginning of a shift you know, for me. And science there, um, I was always going deeper and deeper, we, we could say in my process, um, until I find my own gurus in India before, uh, before going to India, I, might, I met some students uh, initiated beings with this, uh, with this uh, beautiful, beautiful energy that called me to to go to India and and to be initiated by my 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 great great spiritual parents, we could say, <laughs> and and when I and that's uh, the ones you say in the beginning, and and when I came back from India, definitely um, there was something. I was again with Ama. She was in in Barcelona, in Spain. And when I was singing with with uh, with with all the people, maybe thousands of people in a very big stage, um, I just realized that something was really starting to be my future. So, science. That moment, I I started feeling that that my life definitely will will take this direction now, and that that happened almost twenty years ago. And since there, my life is 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 this path of uh, devotional singing and creating music that touches the heart from a, from a source that comes beyond me, and and goes to uh, to the people, you know, so they can find peace or joy on, or they can reconnect themselves to this great great source of grace that we have inside. And that's one of the the most important line of my life. And the other, as you said, is like the the healing path, you know, which um, I don't know if I tell it now or maybe later. <laughs> no, tell it, tell it, yeah, because it's very yes. interesting. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so the healing part was like um, actually um, today I'm working a lot as a musician, but it's not my background uh, in training. I was more trained as a healer uh, during all my life. And because my devotional practice was music, it became my work. But uh, my really training is in, um, in, in the health of the human body and uh, in all aspects of human being. And I started with um, the different kinds of healings. And then I moved into more traditional medicines like uh, Chinese traditional medicine. And I was um, really studying a lot for 10 years, um, different disciplines and with the great, great masters that initiated me in the path of the, of the Taoism and, um, yeah, and other techniques. Um, then I also met um, this uh, American doctor, Eric Pell, uh, which is doing the reconnection and uh, when I, it took me to another level of understanding of how it works, the energy and the, the consciousness, and how is um, what's uh, happening with uh, with uh, with our daily life moment of uh, and what what is real healing in in these moments, which we have to release a lot of things that we know to open our minds to something that we still don't know. And in this process, I, I find my own way of working because I was practicing so many instruments in all these years as um, just to have fun and to, to, to discover by myself uh, what I can do with, with sound and with music and with my voice. And at, at one point, I just connect all my, 
all these aspects and i i could find uh, uh we could say this specific way that i do which is just flowing with what i feel in the right moment connecting with my inner presence and from that place open a space of presence to others uh, for healing and that can be with an instrument but that can be also with only my voice or without anything just with in silence into my presence i can open a space for for healing no? so actually um this is what you say presentia sonora which includes all all these also uh, different ways of 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 healing through sound through intention or, or through the presence and also through these great great um healing frequencies that are supporting all the time uh, our process of collective healing in this moment of the human evolution so it makes sense now i understand better the name of presencia sanadora so you are creating with your presence that that openness so that someone can heal and all and then you get inspired to use whatever tools with all the knowledge that you have is that more or less what you said yeah exactly at, yeah. at one point uh in one concert one person came to me and said you're a healer you know it and I, I, and I just realized that because my mind, as our mind is dual, we we separate things. Yeah. So I was thinking when I'm doing music, I am just giving something to have fun to the people, or if it's devotional music, I am giving something for um, enlightenment, awakening, and and other kinds of um, this um, spiritual connection experiences um and when i was doing healing i was just doing healing properly mm -hmm. and at in this moment when when i received this message from that person i just realized that i can't separate that i am a healer in when i'm doing healer healing or, or when i'm playing music it's not separate at all and and then i realized even more because i i just realized that i'm a healer 24 hours a day it's not something that I, that it's only when I'm working as a healer because it's something about be and being. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, at some point, um, that take me to the to to the understanding to the deep uh, understanding that when I do music, it's a it's always a process of healing for others and also for myself. And that can be a concert, but that can be only one private session, no problem. Um, and I think it's one of the qualities that comes with me. When I was a child, um, great master said to my mom, um, your son is a healer and he has to develop this, that quality. And I, and that moment I was young, so I didn't understand exactly what does uh, this mean. But, you know, with the time, I just understood that I was trained in one side of my life to, to, to have information and to have a good um, quality of, of what I can offer. Um, but the essence of what I do is not something I can learn. It's, got, it's something that comes with me. And that's something that I, I feel now when I do anything what I do so that can offer me opportunities of just flow with with what I feel in the moment and and for example I do I mean retreats or I do workshops on apart from the concerts and so and in that space is where I have more time and more freedom to improvise to feel what it's happening to connect with people and then see uh, if I have to go one side or the other or use this instrument or just give a space of silence or I can I can use what is happening there to 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 uh, to offer the best of what can happen. Yeah, it's interesting because you said something about the essence. I believe everybody comes with an essence and it's our job to figure out what that essence is. And so that's kind of your journey of, you know, your your essence was a healer or is a healer. And so then your, your journey is to figure out how to access that and how to give it to the world with the responsibility that it has. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's interesting, this thing. You know, it's like Spider-Man. They say the great power means great responsibility will be. You know? But actually, it's simple because uh, it's not something that we have to uh, force. It's something that we have to surrender to. 
And I think we all, each one of the human beings have a quality and we all have more than one, at least 10, definitely. And one, we could, the, the 10 qualities at least that we have, each one of us, uh, we just, with one of them, we could uh, give a lot to the humanity and to our lives and, and have success. Um, for example, in myself, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm not tall. <laughs> if I if I were born tall, like two meters tall, then probably I could play basketball and and it could be in the NBA if I'm super good in that sport. But I, I that's not I'm small man, and um, so it just to accept what you are and and understand it in, in the in the in the way you you, you have been created. There's a, a, a great diamond inside that we have to discover, and for me, probably, um, if I if I go into the past in in my mind into the past, and I think my dreams, you know, as a teenage, or they were really far away from what I really am actually, you know, and uh, and during all my my last twenty years at least, I was having a journey to to at the same time that I was learning things to unlearn mm. the things so yeah. that I can disappear more and more and more and and then the, this essence can be more and more present so I'll as less me more everything you know <laughs> and more the essence of what I am um yeah Wow. Yeah. That's a, and how can, how can someone, or what would help someone find their essence? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I mean, I mean, the first, the first answer would say, I don't know, because I think each one of us have to find their own way, but I can say a very good recommendation um, is what not to do. Okay, <laughs> that's good too. <laughs> <laughs> and I think uh, we uh, we we do as humans a very big mistake, and is trying to be as the others are mm. instead of being what you are and as you are. And it's normal that this happened to us because. When we when when we learn, we have to copy. It's part of, of the human growth. But at some point, we we fall into great confusion, which is that that we try to be as the others, and that we 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 suffer when this doesn't happen. And we and at, and at the same that we suffer, we disconnect from our inner real potential. And so maybe the, the most important thing I could say to the people is, is please observe that. Observe yourself trying to be as the others are and, and just catch it. Wow, I'm, I, now it's happening. I'm trying to. So that means I'm not really being myself. Um, and maybe sometimes it's not so nice to see as you are because you see other things beyond um, your great aspects of yourself you see also the shadow you see also the pain you went through you see also the old kind of reactions that you had when you was going through pain that creates uh, suffering even to others and when you see all of that you you actually you definitely want to run away <laughs> you don't want to face it because it's not nice um but it's very important to do that process and to accept that uh, that yes of course and it's okay and we are not perfect and and it's part of the process to surrender to that reality and when we do that then something our inner light starts to appear and and this inner light um many times have have the 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 manifestation of of a push of a, of a feeling of 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 wanting to to experience wanting to live wanting to to do something but it's not the something you want to do but the the, the emotion or or the feeling that comes and 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 creates the movement into your actions into your words into your thoughts and i think when 
we have to focus on that moment. We have to perceive that moment that something comes from you that, that, that feels happiness inside within. And that normally is the, the direction. It's, it's the, 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 really the direction of your inner light that can create a, a path of, of, of really truth, happiness, because it's connected with what it, you really are. So you, when you talk about bringing out the essence, right, there is a part of being conscious of those moments where you feel that, that push and that happiness, that, that thing that is coming out and is coming from you and you feel joy and happiness when that comes out, right? Yeah. So then sometimes we can find joy as an excuse of not facing something. So we have these uh, crutches that we can use sometimes to get like quick happiness so that we don't have to face other sides of our life or reality and how to not confuse them so that's not the joy that you're talking about but yeah. do you know what i mean yeah yeah probably is that because that's why i i'm confused now okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's a very good question um, because that's one of the very tricky points of human mind um, and that's uh, definitely the solution is like realize that we are not our mind realize that we are not our third our thoughts so we are not the ones even who create the thoughts so there's something very important, which is to connect with the heart and open the heart and, and discover the great love we have inside. And love is everything. Love is not this, these good things are love and the bad things are not. No, love is everything. So better to know it is to connecting with love, with love beyond the situation, beyond the the thoughts that you have against or over the situation that you are going through or so i think that really uh it's one of our most difficult parts uh, to to know how to choose to the which direction because yes um this is like we could do an example for example our breathing our breathing if it's a, uh, a breathing that doesn't goes in and until the belly um filling all our body if it's only in in our chest and it doesn't goes under that um our nervous system is is done is not having enough prana and and in, and then our um, our emotions are not flowing so well, and then our um, our capacities are much more uh, reduced to the real potential. Um, so when we learn how to breathe in deeply and to connect, to ground our body, to ground ourselves into the breathing, then we can start to have more peace in our nervous systems is more balanced and our potentials increases a lot. So that, that deeper breath, we could say uh, as an example of a deeper experience of love. So when we go into the more super, superficial love, superficial feelings, superficial ideas of, of what we think life is or should be or identified especially with all the the system is offering us uh, actually it doesn't makes us go deeper into us it makes us actually the opposite because we are more easy to manipulate uh, it's like a horse a horse if if he doesn't want to move it's impossible to push him to move but if you scare him or whatever, he, he will move so fast and immediately. And uh, human people, actually, all the humanity, we are going through a lot of fear. So we 
are very easy to manipulate. So in the way of being more in peace with fear, for example, we are not so easy to move and manipulate. And to be in peace with fear, we have to face fear as, a, as an aspect of love. So not judge it. And the first thing our mind do is judging things because it's by the interpretation of the things that we process the, the things intellectually and then we put it inside one side or the other side of our body, organs, emotions. No? Um, so the machine that interprets life, which is our mind, it's a great, great um, tool for evolution and service. Or it's a weapon that hurt ourselves and others you know, and limited us a lot. So probably starting watching ourselves as perfect as we are and that all the things that are inside of us, traumas, wherever, we can start looking from another dimension of our being and ourselves. Um, and then go deeper into that love. Go deeper into that love that is everything. All that we went through is love and different forms as the different colors of the rainbow. We could say the sun is love, but when touches a tear of water uh, appears the rainbow and our body, we are mm, the main that we are is water. So kind of the, the sun of the consciousness of creation is going through us and we are all these colors and our mind uh, interpretate and judge. And so what, what really helps us is to go beyond the colors and just focus on the light and keep focused once everything is moving. So then we are not judging this is good or this is bad. And, and then we, are, we start to, to conquer, we start to to uh, to to win uh, inside of uh, what we really are uh, a better place of of being, which is the, the because our inside is our kingdom, and we have to sit in the king place in the center of our heart, spiritual heart. And so, um, by by connecting with that space of love. And from that place, looking all the things that appears, which are just shadows of our own existence, we can start uh, bringing more and more light into the shadow, we could say, and more and more truth in what we are experiencing. And that little by little give us more and more understanding. And then we can react different and we can decide differing, as you said, we can see the difference of something which is more superficial and something which is more connected to our real needs and to our soul, which is much more deeper and far away from uh, the conceptual dreams that we have in, in our mind. Actually, when we practice devotional music, we surrender to something bigger than us, just to something, to something much more great. And, and that's something that at one point in life we have to do. Yes, as human, we can do so many things, so many that we forget that there is something that gave us life and that flows through us in, into the direction of the eternity. And and so by surrendering to that, we can, we can see all these things that I'm saying from another level of consciousness. And, and then we, it's much more easy to understand and then you can see, okay, this is just my mind working so fast and, and, and just deciding 
from the mind and not from the heart and connected to the soul. So actually I think to meditate and to breathe and to practice mantras and to, and to pray and connecting with something deeper in us, it's the great thing we can do to do after that, know which decisions take in some situations because as more consciousness and more love, more compassion in our decisions. And yeah, it's something deep, but I think it's, it's the path actually to understand uh, human, human potentials in this way. That's amazing. You, you said so many things. I'm not going to try to summarize. <laughs> but, yeah, because there's a lot of things there. And you actually answer my question on how to do it, which is meditation and mantras and breathing and finding that space where you don't judge yourself so that you get more connectness. And from there, you will connect more with your heart and find more who you are, your, your essence. And from there, be able to act um, from that point and not from something superficial or less connected. But um, that's a very short summary of a very long thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, that is very deep. But it's it's beautiful how you word it in, 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 the, in the process of getting there, how important it is. Because some people say, well, why would I meditate? Or what for, you know, I meditate and what's the result? And, and you said it like it's a life process of, of figuring out and connecting and, and surrendering and not judging and coming from love and connecting with the heart. And that's not something to do one day or one month or a challenge, but it is a life, a way of living and, mm. and connecting and growing from that um, and getting you know, masters like you to, to share the knowledge so that people that don't put the time or don't have the time or don't have the, the tools or the skills, they can get that information in a more easier way, more direct way. Mm. So yeah, mm. it's beautiful. Mm. And, and now that you came out with a chakras course that I am very interested in, there is a lot of people that now like in the in the normal talk chakras comes out like a normal thing but what is it really for those who are not so familiar with what it is except for the pictures with colors and <laughs> with the balls and the pictures with colors what, what is chakras what are they for i have it here if you see the camera yes <laughs> nice. and yeah chakras. yes <laughs> yes yeah actually um, the human body is a very complex biologic technology, we could say. And in all traditions, they have different ways to connect and to interact with that and to use it. Um, in India, they have in the, in the Ayurveda, they call the nadis, which are uh, uh, lines of energy in, in the body. And these nadis, they have some points where there's a lot of concentration and, and that concentration creates a circling movement and like in a spiral. And that would, that's what it means chakra. Chakra means like this, this movement in spiral. And actually uh, we are water and the water in the river, when two rivers find each other, it creates that spiral movement. So it's something very organic. Actually, it's not, it's, it's nothing uh, so complicated. It's very normal, but in the energetic aspects, uh, give a lot of information. And then uh, in different traditions, they have called about these energetic centers. And there are people that say there are even more than ch the chakras, more even beyond. Uh, oh, uh, talk above the body, the yeah. body, yeah, above the body. But especially into the body, into the yogi tradition, there is there is seven, uh, seven chakras, and each one of them it's a concentration of energy, and it's uh, like an acupuncture point, very important. Uh, we could say that um, gives and receive so in the region of of that chakra all our organs and all our our cells will be affected by the vibration that it have the chakras have vibration actually it's energy vibrating in different levels and when we um 
when we have uh, a chakra blocked, uh, our organs are not balanced and they don't receive the energy they need. And our emotions connected to that organs um, receive the impact of that. And at the same time, when there are some emotions that uh, affects us, like fear in the kidneys or sadness in the lungs or anger in the liver, these, these emotions uh, then uh, affect also the energy of that region and finally affect the chakra. So the chakra, it's a, it's a point of uh, energy that receives and gives. So that means that if we if we if we work on the chakras, if we balance the energy of the chakras, if we potential the qualities that that, that chakra have, and the impact affects to the cells around that region, and the organs will receive also that impact. And it's, so it's a very healing process to work with the chakras, and it's a, at the same time, it's um, it's a very awakening process. Um, it's a deeply awakening process because you realize things that are connected with that. Uh, if we have blocked the first chakra, which is connected with the roots, with the earth, um, with the principal things, uh, the subsistence, the uh, survival, uh, the um, if this is block. We 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 have fear. We we don't share. We uh, we are not connected to the earth, etc. And so when we unblock that, um, we start to trust to have more trust in life. We have we we know that everything that we need will comes. We will we will have food every day. We will have a place to sleep. We have a, a warming blanket if needed. So uh, I think uh, this is uh, very important for awakening because when we see our reactions in life, when we see how we relate with others and certainly situations that are connected with uh, with some emotions specifically or with uh, some um, fears, we could say again, uh, that we have insecurities, etc. Um, we can start to balance, and when we work into the chakras, we see very fast all how all these things are happening. And as more information we have, more easy we can start to repair it. And apart from that, something that is very beautiful is that we work when we work into the chakras. Um, we see the changes by the way. So it's not something that we, we will see because if we just read about the chakras and then we see, okay, um, I mean, if I have my four chakra blocked, it means that my emotions are close and then I don't connect with others. I don't have empathy and, um, and I have no happiness in my life because my, my, my love is not flowing into the others and to, and to receive at the same time. Okay, but if we read it, um, actually, we just, it is into our mind uh, body, but it's not into our emotion body, into our energetic body, into our spiritual mm -hmm. body. But when we practice, when we activate the chakras via, uh, through the, making them vibrate, um, we, we see by the way the changes. We immediate, immediately we start seeing, oh, okay. Oh, oh, look at this. I have my heart, something, it's something's happening. It's it's a little bit more open and I can receive more. So by the way, you mean right away. That's what you're saying. So you see the changes right away. Right away. Yeah. yeah. By by the way you are practicing, you already okay. okay. You I'm right away see yeah. the changes. Yeah, okay. it's immediately Good. it's on the same process. It's not something that you just understand it, but will never happen. No, no, you you see that it's happening. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. it's because it's happening in a healing process, you understand it. So it's very beautiful and very important to have this kind of practices that direct go to the point. And it's not something just theoric, it's mm -hmm. practice. And this is thanks to the vibration, because in the yogi tradition, they have uh, different ways of, of develop the chakras. But one of the most direct is the vibration because they are vibration mm. so when we 
when we create the vibration and we put our intention to that space of our body, all, all this, the atoms and the, the energetic particles start to resonate and, and, and very fast start the process of, of a, a natural balancing because there's such a great, great wisdom, natural wisdom in our body. And when we give the space to that wisdom work, uh, it's amazing how fast can be the changes. Um, yeah, sadly, actually, uh, in the last 200 years, ten technologically, medically, we evolved so much that we put uh, in one side the aspect of trusting the, the human nature and the, the human resources in our body and potentials that are absolutely inside already yeah, ready to be activated and these practices what they do is to activate that resources so uh, and we give the space not only to we don't only only activate it we after activated we give the space that this can do their work and it's amazing to see it because as you know when we don't one step forward the universe is doing thousands of millions of steps to us. And, it, and it's important, I think, also to point, at least that's what I, my experience, that if you work on the energy first, it won't come like when your energy is in balance is when it starts to affect your physical body. So when you work first in the energy, you can not only heal things that you have, but also prevent things that can show up years from now because you don't have the balance in the energy so and i think we are we are disconnecting constantly like the physical body and our mental body from the rest from the energy from the spiritual like it's two different worlds that can that are not living together and because we can see medicine and because we can see like how a wound heals we believe in that but then when we talk about chakras and energy and meridians and radiant circuits and all this, you know, and Celtic weaves, it just is, it, we don't see it. So for some people, it's harder to believe that it's there, that it's, that we are energy and that, you know, even when you touch a, you know, like a carpet or something and it gives you electricity, that's a proof that we are energy. So then it's, it's um, I think it's really important the, the, the work that you do and how you share these because if we start there, it's going to prevent a lot of things that are already happening. And, mm -hmm. I, and I tell people, can you see your lungs? If you cannot see your lungs, why do you believe you have lungs, right? But you don't believe you have chakras and you have meridians, you know, you don't see them. Yeah, but you don't see your lungs either. So, you know, yeah. Yes. Uh, actually, in China, they, they have two kinds of hospital, totally official. One is the, the more contemporary, we could say medicine, and the other are the traditional medicine, which have been used for more than 3000 years. So, um, I mean, it's so obviously that we are energy. And I think some time ago, it was a, a minority that were thinking that we are not energy and that's just an history but i think that more and more and more it's it's shifting that yeah. of people that really understand that yes of course it's an evidence and the great thing that we have uh, through the technology evolution that we had in the last years is that we can with the machines prove that we are energy and the science, the science today are there yeah and that's great because they create a confirmation so many many minds at the same time can say yes that's real and that's a great uh, jump uh, into our process of evolution because uh, if uh, if i tell you something like i mean look there's a ufo in the sky and you say oh come on yeah. but if we all see it it's like oh, okay it's there okay it's obvious it's there no? So if we have energy in the body, I can say, yes, we have energy. But if I show you through the machine how, how energy moves and how clear is connecting to the organs and how clear is connecting to other people through our field, 
And then it's like, ah, okay. And then many minds say, ah, okay. And then, then we move collectively to a new step. So we, we are. There is a study in UCLA uh, where they actually interview several seers of energy. So each of them describe the chakras and they describe exactly the same thing. And then with the machines, they measure like the vibration and they, and they measure exactly the same thing, you know? So they could prove that the seers really see what the machines can measure so that, you know, it makes sense and it's coherent, you know, it's not like someone making up something and- Yeah. yeah. And that's uh, very important for the next step into our collectively growth, spiritual growth because um, we need scientists to, to do one step forward, but scientists need uh, belief, trust, and being receptive to what is there, here, already in the planet before they appear. Yeah. And I think it's this beautiful dance um, between scientists and mystic, we could say that will take us to another level. And it's great because many time ago, I mean, if one person was dying from something that he was easily repaired by surgery, um, they said, no, this is a evil, this is demon practices. No, we can't touch the body in this way. You know? I mean, but actually it's something very easy to repair. And so, before we, when we had some sick person or or any illness in in the family, we 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 just pray before. Yeah. And That's now true. we do everything, but not pray. True. <laughs> 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 we do everything we can do in our hands, accepting and praying. No, and we we have to remember that before was the only thing we could do. So in the moment we include prayer and love and devotion and trust and faith into what we already um, know to do now with our all wisdom, uh, I think that creates different. I, I remember now a very nice history about two doctors, one doctor, and to and and the other were working in the same hospital, and they were studying together science um, science the university. So they they did a career parallelly, and it was it was uh, there it, it, there was something very different of between the results of they uh, both. One of them had like half half percent 50 percent of the results and exactly they were they were working the same specialty and so one day that doctor was so frustrated that decided to go to the other doctor and 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 talk to him and say what are you doing what did you learn any technique that i don't know or did you study with with any master I don't know, or did that week I was sick in the university, what happened in the university that I lost? No? And then they had a conversation and they saw they are doing the same. They saw they were doing exactly the same. And then the doctor that was having these great results said to him, I don't know, maybe what you could do is one day come with me, come with me and, and, be with me the whole day next to me and observe how I work. And maybe you see something I'm doing that you're not. And then he said, yes, that's a great idea. So he came with him for one full day and he saw that before start, he was always talking to the patient, asking for his family, mm. connecting with the person making the person feel secure, have faith in himself, in herself. And, and each person he saw that the humankind 
he was so kind with with the with all of them he, there was not only robotic process there was truth love into what they, he was doing that he realized that he forgot a very important aspect in in human life which is human it's being human <laughs> mm. and see the other as a human as well and and connect with with the vibration of love into whatever you're doing and so i think this is one of the keys of the new step that we have to do all in our lives no matter if we are not doctors of we are simple other jobs but connecting to the person and 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 really feeling the love flowing into into the conversation and connecting to the present of what is happening and be part of that beautiful <laughs> that's amazing what you're saying yeah it's so important not to forget and like you're saying in any job doesn't matter what you're doing if you vibrate with love and you love the person that you're in front of you and you believe in their potential and your potential, beautiful things can happen. Exactly. I remember Ken Onda is this multi-millionaire from Japan that he's yeah. teaching himself. And he said that he was asking to many multi-millionaires questions about, he said, many of them said me one, the same thing. He said me, um, I trust with the people I work with. So that means if you trust that it's faith, that's an, it's an act of love that, that give love to the others that makes him feel valid and that empowers the person. Mm. And that's all that we need be, to, to have success. And so I think this is, uh, we can apply to all aspects of our lives to when, when we connect with the other, we can create a strong net of connections that we can use it in any, um, any aspect of our lives. And would chakras help us to connect more with love if we work on them? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, you mean what we can do with the yeah. chakras? Yeah. So if we want to connect more, I know there's, I mean, I'm just saying for people that don't know so much about this, but if you want to connect more with love, there is a chakra that is more connected, but is there work on all of them, work on only the heart chakra or how to connect more with love? Yeah. Um, to connect more with love, we don't have to talk about chakras. We have to talk about love. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> uh, but if we if we if we go into the into the chakras universe to to have uh, an idea of that or how we can work on that, um, first of all, um, our chakras are in in the uh, in our spine. Um, for example, walking into nature is something that moves all our chakras because we are connecting to the earth and through our crown, we are connecting to the sun. So we are receiving the energy from the sun and we are connecting to the, to the energy of the earth and grounding from the first chakras. And at the same time, when we are practicing any practice, meditation, qigong, yoga, singing, whatever, um, when we are seated, we have to feel that connection. We have to feel that line um, because it's a base to be open and receptive. That's what creates a, a space of opportunities, of researchers. And to be more specific about love, okay, I like always to say something. In the center of our chest, we have a very important spiritual uh, center which is uh, Anahata Chakra. Anahata Chakra is the Chakra fourth. And this is very important Chakra for many reasons. Of course, because it's in the region with, um, where we talk about love. But we have three chakras on top of it and three chakras under it. So it's kind of a symbol. The universe talked through symbols and said, hey, 
pay attention to that point because it's the connection from heaven to earth, from earth to the sky and the cosmos. So it's a connection to the to the to the human in this dimension that we are experienced as humans. And wow, is the chakra of love and compassion and connecting to others and giving and receiving. So by connecting to others, by feeling this empathy, by, by focusing on the develop compassion to others and to yourself. Um, we are definitely wor wor working on all chakras because if we want to work on our sexuality chakras, which is more are in the lower part of our body, but there is no love we will have a problem because we will be from our mind trying to control our, our impulse, our instincts. And this is so difficult. But if there is love and self-compassion, there is less judgment. So we can observe our instincts and we can allow them to be there by observing them, by breathing, but not trying to ignore them. You know, so um, it's very important that that chakra of love, because it it's something that that give creates a space of compassion, of inner compassion, that can really um, develop a lot of awareness into us, and then move from that awareness and to wherever that we want to live. But we, as we see, we are more free. And then we can be more conscious about the, our reactions and the impact that they have. And so we can take more responsibility. And it's a process of very, very um, beautiful awakening. And one last thing about this, this chakra, fourth chakra, is that in India, they have uh, here in the center of the chest, they have another space they call the Antar Yamin, mm -hmm. which means the home of the soul scientists have found a place in, in, in back of our biologic heart a very little empty space and this space is nothing it's emptiness absolutely and from that space appears a field that moves into our body as a toroid and and it's the base of er everything we are and our mind actually is the computer, but is serving to our inputs of the heart because that feel that that pulsations of the heart have more than five hundred times more power than the, the the pulsations of the frequencies of our mind. So definitely, when 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 we awake, how powerful is the impact of our open heart? Um, definitely we will we will want to walk that path because it's full of blessings of healing more powerful immunity more self love and and more fulfilled relations uh, relationships in in our lives no? and and that's very very important because actually we have really needed from the soul, from the heart. And when we when we ask for something into the universe, like for example, today, there's there's a lot of talking about that, that we can create the reality and that. But normally we are we are created more from the ego and from the mind than, than from the heart. Because normally our heart is so simple and happiness is so simple to achieve when we release things that we really don't need that really separate us from what we really are and so that what we really need. And, and I think uh, open at the heart is giving us so much um, beauty and a beautiful state. And in this inner connection, uh, give us so many resources to, to deal with with all the situations in life. And then we can, of course, use the mind as a, as a potentially tool of creation, but serving the heart, which serves the love, 
the, the, the great, great love. And so I think definitely that that is the most important center uh, if we have to talk about one center of love and how to connect with the chakras through the vibration of love, definitely connecting by this space, we can we can um, we can create a very beautiful different uh, reality around us, uh, starting from within. And that's something that you practice daily, I assume. So if someone wants to start like a practice. They will do this within a meditation or with the mantras, uh, something like that, right? Yeah, this is something that we can we can do like um, for for packs of days, like okay. quarantine, or we can we can we can. Of course, if if you today decide that you will do this practice for the rest of your life, probably you will not start. <laughs> <laughs> yes. you would feel lazy for that yeah it's that's like, a good point yes. <laughs> it's not like a marriage i mean but I, I, uh, <laughs> um i recommend i recommend that uh for example in my course um there's seven chakras so there are seven days each for one chakra and there is one eight day that we do a very specific meditation that i gave i was initiated to share and this meditation um uh, opens up the, the energy the shakti all over the chakras and so i recommend to do the seven chakras for seven weeks mm, okay and and at the beginning after the seven day you can do the eight and then if you want after each seven days you can do the eight and when you have practice after that the first three weeks of doing because you are focused in each chakra per day so you have you are much more concentrated in your daily life, all that is happening. So you have more information. But once you have more practice, you can just do the the, the chapter number eight, which is this meditation, which is called chapter dhyana, and and this meditation you can just do this every day, or you can of course do one month or. Uh, or one year and then you can relax and then you can change to do another practice or wherever mm. um, but yes it's good to do at least do a little time and i recommend to start at least do 21 days because when you do something 21 days um you have a program inside you know if you have if you have a swatch in the morning and you have 21 days you put the same time the alarm at the number 22, you will move your hand to stop it and it will just jump because there's the program in, in your cells. So at least, uh, and in India, they recommend a lot working with the 21-day process. Mm -hmm. it's, 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 uh, there are several meditations uh, focused on that 21 days. But yes, of course, after that, you can just choose the, the meditation of the, the eighth chapter and, and you can practice this every day. And when you have more experience, you can practice a little bit more minutes. I, I put some minutes, which is um, balanced for everyone. It's, uh, um, in, in terms to, of timing with souls that don't have so much time maybe, right? Yeah, you, you will feel it and then you can, little by little, you can, you can do it. Okay. So much to learn from you and, and listen to you, but I want to be respectful of your time because I know you have uh, to go. Mm -hmm. uh, is there anything that you would like to share before we have to say goodbye? Just uh, thank you so much for the invitation. Thank you for the audience, all the ones. Um, uh, excuse me for two moments. Uh, I'm Spanish and I... Uh, I do my best in English and at some moments I, I just don't find the word <laughs> I don't want to, to lose the flow but uh, thank you for your patience with that um, and just to invite you all to, to go through the process of knowing better yourself and trusting that there's a, there is hope it, there's a lot of hope and even times are not looking well there is hope and remember um, because mantra and divine grace practice like devotional things or these chakra practices that comes from thousands of years ago and others 
um, reminds us that we 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 were here before and we will be again and if this practice uh, are, are going generation by generation without dying it means there is hope because their practice connects us with the source of creation connect us with our real essence connect us with a very beautiful awakening process that reminds us that we are more than this body we are souls we are in an evolution process and we have a very beautiful strong connection with god in in any tradition uh, this great great uh, source of compassion light and love and and, and I invite you all to discover that, to find the, the, the practice, no matter what, that, that give you these good feelings and uh, that connects you more and more with your, with your real, real essence. And actually, when, when we give per permission to ourselves to be, we can receive so much and there's much more compassion. And if we need to cry, we cry. And if we need to, to experience our emotions, we just do it and there's less judgment. And then the consequence is there is more joy. Mm -hmm. When we give permission to our emotions, to our energy to be there, more acceptance, less pride. And then this process little by little uh, take a place that it's a gift for our life and for the people that love us and it's around us and the people we love. So I invite you all to do a step into this, um, into this journey of knowing better yourself, of connecting to your really insight and, and have faith and, and just ground there and, and be patient because all these things that as a, a hurricane around us when you see them meditate and you practice wherever you do that connects you with you chant wherever dance when you are that you're in the center in the eye of the hurricane and if we are patient and we keep there perseverant we'll we will see uh, sooner than we expect that things will will start to to change and we will see again the light of the sun in our lives yeah, beautiful. Thank you so much, Ravi, for these words. And it's beautiful. You express it beautifully in English and in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, everybody rewind and listen to this again and again, because there's so much wisdom. And uh, we hope to see you back. And thank you for your time. It's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. Thank you so much. And I hope to, to see you again. Um, and if they want to find me, uh, you would. I will put all the information on the notes of the episode and when we release it also so that they can find you and find all the stuff that you do, all the things that you share. Wonderful. Yeah. Thank you so much. It's a great pleasure. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you for your work. It's pretty good.